Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello, savages, and welcome to this episode of Burpee Nation, where we are going to recap Savage Race Maryland. First off, well, Lindsay's with me, but our friend Eric is with us as well. You might remember him from our episode about Fit Challenge. He came with us, so he's going to help us chat about it. Eric, thanks for coming back on, live and in person this time. Good to be here. (laughs) Um, the morning after let's, yeah, we're, we're doing this the day after we're recording this the day after we all did the race. Uh, Eric and I did two laps. Lindsay did a lap. Yeah. So let, let's start off. How's everybody feeling today? Everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Everything hurts. I don't know how you guys did that twice. Cause yeah, everything's sore. Biceps, forearms. I mean, it was a good idea at the time. Right. Yeah, I know. Today. Not so much. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty. I mean, let, let's talk about the the distance. We we both did the full savage twice, yeah. so the the blitz was I think a little over three miles. Um, full was like right around six, six, and it was about what a thousand feet of elevation that, gain. That's, which, what, that's what I clocked, which uh, I didn't anticipate that, um, and it didn't feel like that. But think about it, there were a lot of up and downs, especially when we went through the mud and the and the trails in the woods. Yeah, I feel like on the back half, there was a couple extra that I didn't anticipate. Yep. And like, you know, you think it's it's at Hopkins Game Farm in Kennedyville, Maryland, and you're like, that should be pretty flat. Well, right, and that, that's exactly <laughs> what I was expecting, like a primarily like flat course. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't anything insane. There was no like crazy hills or mountains or, you know, for incline, but... Well, when you're actually running on the farm, it's pretty flat. Yeah. But when they take you through the woods, the woods, that's where you're climbing. Right. Hills. Yeah, I think my my watch on the first lap said like six something, and then on the second lap when we did it, it said like a thousand, eleven hundred or something. So we'll call it. Yours said a thousand, mine said eleven and six. So majority rules will will say around a thousand. Sounds right. Yeah, um, <laughs> twenty seven obstacles for the full. Uh, a little bit less than I, it doesn't say exactly like how many for the blitz, but we're basically talking about the full because that's what they did. But the blitz. Was the same day. Um, I know sometimes they do it separately, but in this case, it was the same day. Uh, Eric, let's let's first talk about the pro wave because that's what we did the first um, first time around. So we'll spend a couple minutes on that. They had the gated uh, heat. It wasn't every, usually everybody goes off at the same time. Right. This time they did it like every five minutes. I, I think it went pretty well. It it did. Uh, didn't seem like there was really any any congestion until probably the very end. Um, but it's pretty well spaced out, I think. Yeah. I mean, we did, I, I do know, like we went off at eight fifteen. we did catch up to some people on Lumberjack Lane uh, is specifically where I remember like passing a lot of people walking it. Yeah. Um, I think most of the females went off at eight Oh five. So we kind of caught up to some of them a little earlier. So sometimes like it, you know, obviously they have to do it cause of COVID in a situation where it's normal, you probably wouldn't pass all those people, but some, I feel like sometimes it's nice to pass people. Like it gives you a little Pumps bit of like, bit. makes you makes you feel like you're making some uh, some progress, a little bit of confidence. You're <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'm I'm not getting passed. So I mean, that was that was okay. But I mean, let's real quick talk about. I mean, I think the biggest thing of the pro wave was 
you know, if you're not familiar, Savage, when you do the pro wave, you have to complete all the obstacles or you got to give up your band. And um, most people of the pro waivers had to give up their band over 50%. So let's see, there was 177 total pro waivers it, it came up with. 102 of them gave up their band. 75 of them kept their band. That shows you how tough this course was. And I, I wonder, I, I don't I don't know. They didn't like have a number for this anywhere, but um, I wonder if most of that was on the rig, you think? I, I feel like the majority of it was either at uh, Battering Bird or, or the rig. Or the rig. I feel like it was the, the last handful of obstacles. That's probably where the majority of bands uh, being given up was. Yeah. I, that's where mine was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, like, I mean, well, because... Anchors away. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but that that's a fun obstacle. Yes, um, it, it's a little. It's challenging enough, but it's not. You know, I think battering bird is harder, and then the rigs probably was the, the rig was the hardest. Um, so yeah, I think that being five point nine miles into a six mile race, yes. like, and the rig was right after Colossus. Wet hands. Wet hands. Cold. The water was cold. It was a chilly morning. Right. Yeah. The weather on this one, uh, I think many of us weren't here for. No. Um, no. It looked like it was like could be fifties and sunny. She's like, all right, that, that's cool. But it was it, with the wind. The it wind. Was very very chilly morning. The yeah. wind was insane. I mean, people were walking around it like spectators. Like when I was cheering you guys on, they were walking around in like winter coats, winter hats. Like, right. It like was, how often do you see that in a spring legit. race? Right. <laughs> Um, no, but the, the, um, I think the pro wave went pretty well. I know the women, um, you know, we, we just watched like the live feed from Savage Race. Uh, the women like struggled on the, the rig. And then by then, like a couple of them, their grip was so gone by yank my chain that like, I think you said Miranda, when you talked to her, she had to wrap it around her wrist Yeah, and her, she had this big like bruise on her wrist because her grip was just gone. Gone. Shot. Yeah. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. Like any takeaway from a savage race is like your upper body, your arms, your grip, everything is going to be destroyed if you haven't been training. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, but before we like, so let's talk, I'll just, I mean, you can find this stuff online, but Ryan Kempson won for the men 46 minutes and 42 seconds. Ryan Woods was exactly a minute behind him. And then Robert Killian was a few minutes behind them. So that's the top three men. Tiffany Palmer was an hour 7.50 for the women. Taylor Cedeno, 118.08. And then Miranda Kilpinski, uh, 122.16. So um, those are your top three. But, but before we wrap up um, with the uh, with the pro waivers, I think uh, the biggest thing – now I lost my train of thought. I actually don't remember what I was going to say. The biggest thing. What's the biggest thing? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll, it'll come to me. Well, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so let's talk about the, when we did the open wave, right? Lindsay, because you, you know, didn't, um, run run in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't done a savage in like two years, right? Over probably, but I only done one before that. And then they changed up all the obstacles. So I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into. And yeah, that's the thing. (laughs) Like if you run it one year and you run it the next year, there's going to be some new, tough obstacles you know what i mean right. like and they're and they're constantly changing up the ones that they do have or <clears throat> combining some of them. right right like battering bird that was two like battering ram and twirly bird and they comboed it i actually think twirly bird by itself was harder battering ram by itself was easier so when you combine them i think it's like a good 
a good mix of the two. Like it doesn't make it too too terrible, especially when you have a rig. <laughs> like yeah. still, so um, no, I, I do remember what I was going to say about okay. the pro wave. So before we move on, um, we we talked about this like s- several times. Spartan race is very much a running race because you can be a fast runner and like do okay enough on the obstacles to do well you know what i mean none of them are too crazy challenging you know if you're if you can hold your own body weight pull it up a little bit you're fine you know what i mean savage race 100 percent is an obstacle race absolutely you know what i mean if if you're running competitively and you can't do obstacles or you can't do like you don't have good grip strength or upper body strength like you're gonna struggle i mean like I mean, how many, like I was able to do the rig on one attempt and how many people, like how many spots did that jump me? Just because, yeah. you know what I mean? That, so That rig at the end was no joke. And no. I think that's like the overall thought of the day. Like you can be an awesome runner and a lot of these people are, but yeah, I mean, you get stuck at one obstacle and you don't want to lose your band because you want to try to place, but you're, yeah, moving back spots. Especially right. because the rig was at the end. Exactly. And, yeah. and the, the first half of the race, um, I think... <clears throat> up until like three miles, we really only encountered six obstacles. Right. So a lot of it was just running and, and maneuvering the terrain. And yeah. obstacles that weren't that difficult. Yeah. I mean, like Sawtooth, like if you're new to Sawtooth, it's, it can be tough. Um, but like if you run Savage before, you know what to expect when you hit Sawtooth. Same with Wheel World. Like I said, Anchors Away was was kind of cool. I liked it. Um, but yeah, you could you can get through like. I feel like if you can do Spartan race obstacles, you'll be fine with those. You know what I mean? But when you get to Battering Bird, then Colossus, which like is still like you, you're getting wet. So, and then you have to go into the rig, like, like 10 feet after that. Like. Just being good at a Spartan race isn't going to get you anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? So they place that real well. I, they, I'm sure it was intentional. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, so you could be running a great pace. But you get to that rig. Some people spent 20, like it was not uncommon for people to spend 20 plus minutes there. Some people even like an hour. I mean, everyone was there like watching and like, it's stressing me out. Like watching these people fail and then try again and fail and try again and finally get to the end, but not, you know, then they're falling down. When you see them on like their third attempt and they like touch that last bar and then slip off, you just, you feel for them too. They're just getting more and more gassed. Like every single time you do it, it just gets that much harder. I know. That much more fatigue. You got to take like a good, and the, the longest part is not attempting it. It's resting in between attempts prepare for it again yeah right so i mean i remember when we did the open wave like you know i did it in one try in the pro wave but then the open wave i didn't i tried it twice and i couldn't do it because like my my grip i ripped open my hands on the the last time but like when if your grip is not or your arms are not used to like that kind of fatigue i mean you got to take five, 10 minutes in between attempts just to feel somewhat fresh. Um, we do, we are going to be putting a obstacle video. We mm-hmm. brought the GoPro on our YouTube page. So check out the Burpee Nation YouTube page for like the obstacle order and, and everything and how they were set up. But um, let's let's run through them just real quickly and we can talk about each one if, if we want to or yeah. if there's any that jump out to you guys, let me know. Yeah. Uh, so right off the bat, you had Scornhole. 
That's where you throw the medicine ball into the. Yeah, that was a, a cool one. But it was a good. It's like, different. Yeah, it's I feel different. like it was a good warm up for everybody just to be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and you know, I was a little worried because it was maybe a quarter mile into the race. I was a little worried about like it getting jammed up because everybody being at this this one thing, but they had enough, I think that. That didn't, I didn't notice anybody waiting. Yeah, there there wasn't a, a uh, any backup, and there was like what twenty of us that went off in our, in yeah. our wave or whatever. And yeah. I don't think anybody was waiting. The only thing I'll say is that there were two different size medicine balls. I didn't see anybody. I mean, I, I obviously I'm like, all right, I guess men have to pick the bigger one, but like I didn't see anybody <laughs> enforcing that like in the morning. It's true, you know what I mean, true. or anything like that. Like I didn't see like what would have prevented Eric from picking up the twenty pound ball and right. just like dunking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that was a cool little, that was a new one for me. I've never yeah. done that one. So I, I kind of liked it. Um, Barn Doors was two. That's just, uh, and again, all these obstacles you can look up on, on Savage's site. Right. It'll take a half hour just to talk about each one if we do that. Seriously. Uh, squeeze Play is, is not anything new. Great Wall is, is not anything new. Lumberjack Lane. Everybody's favorite. Oh my god! <laughs> Everybody's favorite. That that was a very long, uh, heavy carry with a like a four by four or whatever, um, with an obstacle within the obstacle. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lumberjack Lane by itself is not bad, but this was literally three quarters of a mile long, if not a little bit longer. And I'm looking at the map right now, and like I saw where Lumberjack Lane was. And I was like, where's the, you know how usually on the map you can see the loop? Like it's right. like a little loop. And I'm like, where is it? And I was wondering going into the race, I'm like, where is it? I'm like, but then you go up to clothesline and you come back down. Well, that's because that whole loop there is, is Lumberjack, Lumberjack. <laughs> Like I've never seen a carry like that. And uh, that long, it, it was. Hopefully ridiculous. I never see one again. And not that I ever like attempt to run with like, you know, a log carry or a bucket or whatever. Um but when we started and there were like a bunch of people that passed us and Eric was like, we'll pass them. Like, this is so long. Just relax. Right, right. And, and it's funny, like, because when you're finishing up about to put your log down and you see people like starting and they're running with it, you're like, dude, you have like, yeah. <laughs> you're out here for the you, long You don't haul. know what you're getting into. <laughs> that was my mistake during the during the pro wave. Cause I'm, I'm used to the heavy carries not just in general at races, regardless of the brand, just not being that long. So usually yeah. I, I can... I can run or jog a bucket carry or a log carry. So I was I was keeping a good pace of keeping my, my race pace. Yeah. And then, you know, quarter mile in, <laughs> still there. <laughs> Half mile, still there. And I'm, I'm looking across and I'm seeing other races coming back. Like, well, they still have their log and I haven't even gotten to that side of the trail yet. So right. when is this going to end? And then I dialed it back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was wild. I mean, I've, I've never seen that. And that... That's the main reason my shoulders are sore today. Doing it not once but twice. Right, yeah. right. The second time I had to carry the GoPro, so I was yeah. like trying to figure it out. But and um, I don't know, like again, because this is only my second Savage race. But do they usually do like a log carry or whatever with the same weight for men and women? Because it was this time. Yeah, I like think I had so. to carry the same weight that you did. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's usually just that okay. that piece of wood because the wood itself in general isn't that heavy compared no. to other things you yeah. have to carry but when you have to carry it for that long yeah like it, it totally adds up yeah. right and there's a it's it's a long piece of wood so there's only so many different positions you can alternate between right and and here's the thing it's probably light enough you could carry it with your arms like on the side or something or hugging it or whatever i think everybody was carrying it like 
<laughs> if you like had to keep moving it around, yeah, the right. way you kept rotating shoulders and then on but, the right but, side. Left but I side. definitely right. remember this was two miles into the race. I definitely remember being like, I need to put this on my shoulders because I'm going to need my arms later. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you save your arms as much as you can. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Yeah. There was no so. rigs at the point. So, yeah. for me, like, it was my, I mean, it's my like grip, like my fingertips and forearms. So, yeah. I remember being like, <clears> I don't want to like hold on to this log the entire time because that is gonna like it's a long time yeah i mean if you're walking it and i said this to you to you yesterday if you're able to run it compet when you're doing the competitive if you're able to run that this is three quarters of a mile versus somebody who like walks it like that was a big advantage for people who could run with carries right right because i remember i i was able to jog most of it there was a couple like little hills that i walked up yeah but like for the majority i was able to at least kind of jog it and like you know maybe a 12 minute pace roughly or something like that so if you're walking at like a 20 minute pace you know that's almost it's probably about five minutes that right. You could I think gain that's on where I started to see like the the waves that went ahead of us. I mm-hmm. think that's where we started to kind of mix and pass with them. Hundred percent. I don't yeah. know if we mentioned this, so sorry if I'm like doubling up. But the entire like log carry was through the woods. Yeah, like, we, didn't, we didn't say that. Okay, yeah. it's it's not in an open field. Like it's completely through the woods. You're weaving Zig-zagging, like in and out of yeah. trees and like yeah. There's a couple spots where it was pretty narrow, too. Right. You couldn't even you, pass anybody. You said right. your time, and I was like, um, let's just tell people that, like, you're going up hills, down hills, right. through the woods. Right. like Over the river, there's no, through the woods. There's no trails. To grandmother's house. Yeah, no, grandma was not there. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was long. So, within that was clothesline, which is just bungee cords. Clothesline by itself is not anything crazy, but when you're carrying. You're just ducking under bungees. And it was like. In the back half of it. Right. Yeah. And so. it was up a hill, so it was kind of like, right. cool, great. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people are looking around like, did we miss a turn? Like, are we still supposed to have this <laughs> right. piece of wood yeah, with like, us? Like, like, did we miss the turn? This is a new obstacle. I remember <laughs> I said to one of you guys at one point, I was like, you know, if I didn't have you guys here to tell me, like, this is how long it is, if I was on my own, I'd be like, I'm pretty sure we were supposed to put this back at some point. Like, how is this this long? So, Yeah. <laughs> Let me, uh, Lumberjack Lane, once that was done, you went, well, then mudding, or clothesline, then mudding guts. And mudding guts was like cold. <laughs> Painfully cold. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a crawl through mud and they intentionally had, have a hose going the whole yeah. time. So it's creating like a massive just mud pool. Yeah. If you will. So like eight, 45 in the morning it's windy uh, it's cold that was one of the coldest obstacles um yes that i've experienced i was really concerned about like cramping even after right that. and you're, you're crawling so you're like you're like elbow deep knee deep in in this freezing cold water and that was that was hard to uh um recover from and try to get the blood going get the, yeah. the core temp back up well and we knew the next obstacle was wheel world yeah so like our hands are cold and wet i mean we're all cold and wet but like the hands are the part you need for wheel world. So, right. like, as I'm running, I try to grab, like, some tall... Because at this point, you go out into the field. I try to grab some, like, tall grass to, like, dry it off. But really what dried it off was the wind that was hitting us yep. um, in the field. And it was like that in the afternoon, too. It was a yeah. little less windy, but there was still that wind. So, yeah, then... So, once you get to wheel world, that's a, a pretty standard one. Uh, after wheel world, around mile three was back scratcher which is another pretty standard one. Then Holy Roller, a deceivingly difficult obstacle. Yes. So Holy Roller, how would you explain it? It's almost like uh, the 
there's pipes going horizontally across a truss. Yeah, like maybe what, like three feet <clears throat> above the ground? If that, if yeah, that. it's, yeah. it's low. It's, yeah. very, it's a very low rig. Low to the ground. You yeah. can again, if you're not sure, I, I did get that on the obstacle list on our YouTube video. And then um, what? Maybe two, three feet, like spaced. Yeah, each? there was probably a good like ten, ten of these bars. Some yeah. of them had like a big PVC pipe around it that would like spin. <laughs> yeah. And then some was just so the it's pipe. not like you can just grab and hold on to a pipe like this. It's <clears throat> spinning. Yeah, like. So the kind of trick, if I had to offer a tip, would be to use your legs on top as much as you can. So like what I would do, like if I had, if I was holding onto one of the bars, my lead leg would go on top. Yes. I would grab it then with my arm. Yes. My back leg would go on top of the one I'm currently on. Yep. So I could get that. And then I would get my other arm over, then bring my other leg over. Mm -hmm. And And I had to like chicken wing the whole way because again, like. Even I did. My hands are so small. Like I couldn't like yeah. with it with it rolling. Yeah. Um. But Eric did something like. New. Was that the first time you randomly tried that? Right. So I mean, I started off doing kind of what Adam Adam was describing, but um, toward the like there was like four bars left. I don't I don't know. I went from like a horizontal position to like almost like I was climbing a ladder. Okay. Um, so then my hands were leading, and then I put my foot over the pipes and just kept going forward with my hands until. The, the bell was right above my head. Um, don't know how I switched positions. It just kind of happened. <laughs> kind of got to feel it out. <laughs> but it worked. It worked. Uh, so if you're out there and you want to try it, go for it. It's probably a little tough on the spinning ones, right? In the beginning, because yeah. when we went out for the open heat, I tried just to go uh, vertical straight from the shot. And uh, yeah, because the, there's a couple of them that the spinning ones are, are back to back. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was a little tricky. So then I went back to horizontal. But about halfway through, um, if it's more comfortable for you, uh, which it was for me, I switched to the other position. Yeah. The tough part is because the ground is so close, if your foot like falls off, you're almost definitely going to touch the ground. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if you were, it's something where if you were higher off the ground, obviously they can't do that because it's dangerous. But if you were higher off the ground and your foot dangles, like you're fine, you can mm-hmm. recover. But because it's so low, like any little misstep in your yeah you're done and one of the bars in the center was like spaced a lot farther than the others like i you know like dangling like a sloth from the one pipe like (laughs) i had to reach my toe touched it and somehow like i had to jump to the next like right and i'm to get five four like i feel like i'm a normal-ish size like i don't know but it was it was definitely a big jump yeah harder for shorter people yeah um Pedal for the metal was next. Again, that's a pretty standard one. Mm-hmm. Probably one of all of our favorites, Anchors Away, was 12th. Yeah. That was fun. I agree. I, I, I really like that obstacle. It's different. Uh, first time, I think. I think first time for all of us yeah. encountering that obstacle. Yeah. Uh, but I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And, and when we did the open wave, it was cool to kind of like try a few things. Um, I think I did it like three or four times while we were there. Yeah. And I was, I, I've seen people skip. Uh, IUDs as Lindsay calls them. I've seen people skip <laughs> them. So like there's I think six, three, three well, like there's three long ones, long ones, and then three chain dangling ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. that were a little bit higher up. <clears throat> right. So you know if you skip, you hit the first one, hit one of the middle ones, and then one of the end ones. You're, you're touching three out of six. So I tried that. I was able to skip on the first, but the chain ones were just just out of my reach. But Tried it a couple times, and that's probably what hurt my my grip in the open wave later on in my calluses, but it was worth it. Um, 
Well, yeah. I had to I had to try it twice. I didn't realize like how much momentum you needed because yes. I feel like you don't need that much for like the Spartan rings. No, but with this, like I had to I had to do it again and realize like I need to really swing. Yeah, that happened to me on the pro wave um, when I did it. I on when I hit the first one. I went to take the back one off and I wasn't like yep. back far <laughs> enough. So you got to like really, you know, I would like lean back maybe and then and then go yep. so that on your way it's back. It's so much timing too with like right. you're, you're focusing on your left arm and your right arm to time everything. Yeah. If you're trying it for the first time, I would just recommend like focusing on those rings. You know what I mean? Like look back to make sure you pull the next, that off and watch it as you hook it on to the front one because yep. you don't want to miss. Kind of like golf. Like kind of like golf where you really have to focus. Um, but also like the chain ones are tougher because the the first three are just like one solid piece of metal, but the chain ones spin. Right, right. So like you really got to concentrate on hooking it onto those because I think you yeah. did miss once or twice. Right, and I hit it. So it was like... It was swinging around. <laughs> yeah. And spinning. So then right. you went back. You're I'm like, like I'll you just... You could have reached it, but it was facing the wrong way. Right. right. Like, right. I'll just wait this out and dangle here until it... <laughs> until it comes back. <laughs> right. Um, so after that, there's a little bit of a gap. You had Big Cheese, which again is a pretty standard one. Then Twin Peaks, um, Sawhorses, Venus Guide Trap. These are all pretty standard. Slippery Incline. Nut Smasher. That's like the balance beam one. Me so thorny, and then sawtooth, which Lindsay did for the Yay. first time. Yep, that's a. I mean, that one's no joke. Like yeah. for a, a monkey bar, you know that the way up and the way down are pretty easy, but that transition in transition, the middle and just there's a lot of bars too. Yeah. So yes. if you're not used to that and you don't train your grip for that, maybe you can get through like the the up. Yeah, you know. But then, like you said, you got to work on the transition because even I'm a tall guy. I'm just like six foot two. Got a long long wingspan. Even Going from the that middle bar to go back up to the yeah. thick bar, that's that's still a little bit of reach, and if you don't time it right, right, yeah. it really is. Um, twenty one was inverted walls, uh, twenty two was wedgie, then the big ass cargo, and then here's where it got interesting in the last like half mile, if that. Seriously, <laughs> um, battering bird, which is a mix of battering ram and twirly bird. That I've seen them do it both ways. This was. One battering ram section, and then three of the mops mm-hmm. and a handle. Yep. And then the bell. I've seen them do the the batter or the twirly bird stuff first, like the mops oh. earlier with handles in between. I've seen more handles. There were like no handles. I mean, but the handle was literally like right next to the bell. So like, right. if and it was higher than the bell. Like why? <clears throat> yeah, like there there was very little use for the handle. Yeah. Um, so that definitely made it challenging. I think you hurt your shoulder on it, right? Right. Cause I, um, I think the first time I, I this is only my second savage in, in the first race when I, when I encountered Charlie, but I could barely even like hold myself up onto one. Um, so when I got, when I came upon it, I got to like the second Charlie bird and I tried the obstacle like three or four times. I just couldn't get to the third one. Yeah. So then I was like, all right, let me just try to see if I can swing in and, and kick it. And I just missed it, and I went to do it again. And then, as soon as I hang from the uh, from the battering ram, I could feel my shoulder. So I was like, "Man, this is it. This is, <laughs> this is where the band goes. This is the end. This is my end." <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember, um, and actually, this this will make it into our obstacle video because somehow the GoPro didn't get when we did battering bird later. Okay. So we have to use the video that you took of me doing yeah. it. 
So I, there were the three like dangly mop things. I transitioned two-handed from the first to the second one. But on that transition, I felt my hands slip a little bit. And I didn't really want to risk doing that again on the third one because then like I didn't want to start over. So I grabbed the third, the third one and like reached out to kick the bell. And like, I, I definitely hit the bell, but I didn't want anybody to like, it wasn't like swinging around like it would be. So I kicked it again, actually, to make sure with a little bit of emphasis. But if there's any like thing I can give tip wise on Savage Obstacles, it's they allow you to kick the bell. If you're within foot's distance of it, kick it. Because your feet can reach longer than your hands. Yep. So, like, I never would have been able to reach that with my hands. So, I was like, I just grabbed the third one, grabbed the second one, kind of swung a little bit, like, pulled myself back, and then, yeah, yep. just kicked it. And that's good enough. That's all you need to do. Yep. Uh, and then you go into Colossus, which is fun. I had to catch my <laughs> breath a little bit before. Is go- it? Like, so, <clears throat> I knew because it was so cold, uh, I was out of breath already, in the at least in the pro wave. Yeah. And then... So I'm like at the top of this slide, I'm like, if I go in this cold water and it takes my breath away, I don't have any breath to give. So like, I don't want to drown. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sitting there at the top for like a few seconds. You I'm really like, were. I was like, it's just a slide. Go down. No, I know. And it's like right by the end <laughs> right. too. No, I, so I did the same thing. So I just sat there for a second. I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm really going to do <laughs> Am this. Am I ready for this? Yeah. Because I, I mean, I guess before that mud and guts, like over by right after lumberjack lane like we talked about at mile like two and a half was the last time you got wet mm-hmm. i remembered how much that sucked so i was like i don't want to do this you know and this time it's your whole body you have no choice you're going yep. under yep there's no choice so like as soon as i went in uh, just swim <laughs> swim as quick as you can but literally what 20 yards from that was the rig yep. Yep. and that right is where we already i mean you about get it, out but. and it's right there like you have to. Yeah. So the way this rig was set up, again, you can check out our, our video, but it was a cheese, the vertical cheese, or no, horizontal cheese, I guess, right? Horizontal. Yeah. Uh, two handles or two like dangling grips of, of different different kinds, but a cargo net in the middle that you had to then go underneath to get to the other side. There's like kind of a tail of two halves with this rig. Yeah. And I thought that, the first half was going to be the harder half. So like when I got to that cargo and I was like, all right, like I'm, I'm by the difficult part. Like the next part's going to be easy. It's like, <laughs> and it wasn't for everybody else. Like luckily mentally it's that we talked about that like whole mental thing. I didn't sit there and like watch other people do it. If I would have seen all those people fall on the second half, I may have like psyched myself out. Luckily I, I didn't, but I knew going into the second one that like that wasn't the case and, and I didn't do it. But like what was next? It was a, Rope like a, a rope ladder, I guess. A rope ladder, Down, yeah. Like a vertical or hard, horizontal. With mixing three, those three or four like <laughs> handbars. Yeah, like. to a monkey bar, to two rings, to a monkey bar, to the belt. Now the two rings are connected by a rope, which I've never seen before. No. So when you pull, when you connected by a rope, but yeah, knotted <clears throat> off. Right. So that. So when you grab the right. first one, the second one goes up. <laughs> And when you put all your weight on the second one, it jerks you the back. First down. one goes up and you drop. Yeah. So and like, how many people have lost like just from like that drop? Right. Yeah. That that was the tricky part, I think. And yeah. it, it definitely I mean, Savage, like we've said, 
has really gotten creative on the rigs. Yeah. Every time I see a race, I'm like, that looks really hard. And then the next one, I'm like, that looks harder than the last right. one. And then I, <laughs> so I think this probably looked like the hardest I've seen this year. Um, so, and then yank my chain. I almost forgot that there was another obstacle. Like when you have a rig like that, you're like, I'm done. I'm done. How are you? So yank my chain, which this time uh, we didn't touch on this yet. They changed the rule, and I don't know if this is going to be the rule going forward or if they're just testing it out, but it used to be when you get to the top, you have to slowly lower the chain back down. Now you can drop it, Yeah. or at least yesterday you could, which I like. Yeah, that, that was nice. Just watch your feet. Make sure they're not tangled. Right. Uh, and then the finish. So those, those were the obstacles. Um, what was your favorite obstacle? Me? If you want to go first, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a favorite one? I want to say anchors away. Yeah, that that was that was one of my favorite ones. It, it was it was new, um, and we went for the open lap. That was kind of the one of the ones I was looking forward to, just trying to figure out a few different ways to to play on it. And um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. That's my favorite one too. And and you mentioned that like we joked about like just going over to anchors away and meeting them later and be like, right. we're just going to play around on this <laughs> for the beginning of the course. You do, you do run by it. So yeah. we're like, eh, we'll see you guys in a little bit. I'm just going to make a right here. We're going to be here a little bit. <laughs> so yeah, that's my favorite too. I feel like that was a fun one. Yeah. I mean, obviously Sawtooth, like, is that your favorite? Cause you it's like it. a love hate kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think I'm like stoked because I did it. But you also did anchors away too. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. But I think an obstacle that you can't do is never going to be your favorite obstacle. No, you're right. <laughs> like I really love failing at this obstacle. <laughs> right. Um. But yeah, I think I think those two are my are my favorite. Okay. How about least favorite? Lumberjack Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're talking least favorite of this race for sure. So it's if it was just any other race, I probably would say Nut Smasher because I just don't like balance stuff. Same. But Same. in this specific race. Lumberjack Lane for sure. Hmm. I don't know. Don't I feel like there were so many like wall situations that <laughs> it's just like going to the next hurdle, going to the next wall. But I don't know. What about Battering Bird? Yeah, I, you know what? That's probably, you're probably right. Because, like, if you can't, on the battering I mean, I can't, yeah. If you can't lift yourself up yeah. to hoist it, and at that point, it's the end of the race, so you're tired. Yeah. Like, maybe if it was in the beginning, you could get further. Yeah. But, I mean, you were trying to move that thing, and it yeah, was... Yeah, I just can't, like, jerk myself forward. Right. And how do we train for that, even in our garage? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, though. And it's not, like, it's not... A slick bar that it goes across. Like you really need to yeah, it's not like it across. They need to use some WD-40 on that. Like right. it doesn't slide easily. Next time we'll bring some. Yeah. <laughs> you just spray it before <laughs> like you... Like I'm in the open heat. <laughs> Anything goes. Right. <laughs> How about <clears throat> favorite non-obstacle part of this race? All the dogs. <laughs> All the dogs. I liked when we were running through the field. Yeah. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, like just the, no, seriously, like the, the fuse. I and, felt like and I was <laughs> in a music video. Yeah, it was just you like, did. I feel like I was in Sound of Music. Like it was like <laughs> this wide open feel. Yeah. Like it was very enjoyable. Yeah, it, it was nice. It was a little windy on that specific day, but yeah. 
I think I agree. I think I like running through the fields. I mean, yeah. there's not... It was just such a pretty day. <clears throat> and then, like, when the wind died down, like, for the, yeah. the afternoon race, like, it was so nice. Right. Yeah. We were uh, running up to, was it Wheel World on, on, our, on yes. our second lap? And there was that, like, little, I don't know, pond or whatever, whatever yeah. to the left. And you're like, oh, it's just like we're running up to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wind coming in off the water. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, either that or like, we'll talk about it, but the fest, having a festival was, was uh, cool. So we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But. Having normalcy yeah. with that was I, so nice. I think I know all your answers to this. What's your least favorite non-obstacle part of this race? One, two, three. Mud. mud. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a lot of mud, which is to be expected in an OCR race. Yeah. Job, man, <laughs> these were little, like deep. It was a little like, overkill. Treacherous. Like these are going to suck your shoes off. Now I don't remember being... I mean, I remember it being pretty bad in the pro wave in a lot of spots. It was exponentially worse in the open wave. So much worse. Oh, my gosh. So and much not worse. Like, not like swampy mud, but like thick like, mud. I was like, this is what it's like dying in quicksand. Like I've said that several up times. Up to your knees and sometimes your hips. Yeah. And like tie your shoes tight because thick if mud. not, they're coming off. Yeah. Right. And there were a lot of little... Uh, creeks or, or whatnot that were deceiving yes where you would see like a, a few people running ahead of you one person would maybe step to the right and they're fine like their foot barely got wet and then somebody moves like a foot to the over to where that person was and they sink like waist deep <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's like you have no idea which one you're gonna step into unless you've seen somebody go through it yep yeah that was that was rough for sure and like i said it definitely got worse and then we got to what was it swamp pass or whatever where like oh we gosh. were literally up to our now, I remember like, in the pro wave, they had a, done. an area in Swamp Ass that we, we got to avoid all this, what you're talking oh. about. Well, when we got there, we were all like waist deep and the photographer was there, which he had a great setup, but right. he was like, oh yeah, we moved the turtle from earlier and some guy found a crawfish. He's like talking about all the animals that people found in there. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. Oh. And we were all stuck in there like, this is nice. Great. Where's the <laughs> Bring alligator? Bring all the snakes. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, I was surprised I didn't see a snake. Yeah. For real. But I, I'm pretty sure, like, I remember so when we got there, there was, like, a, a a log that, like, in the pro wave, people were walking on to, like, get a little further out. And they had run the tape in front of that. So I don't know who came and, like, changed right. that. Right. I feel like when I went through on the pro wave, I went more to the right. To the right, yeah. A little bit. And it, it, and it wasn't off. as bad. But in the, it feels like they kind of directed you to definitely go more central yeah. um, through that little swamp. Maybe and, they want the pro wavers to go faster and then the open wavers just to get muddy as shit. Well, right after that, you guys come up that hill and then come out where all the, like, spectators are. Kind yeah. of past... Uh, um, holy roller yeah, yeah again but i remember like you know the guys coming up and they were not muddy at all muddy like we were when, um, yeah opening. yeah yeah so it's crazy like the difference that you know when they change the course yeah and then you open. find like a little stream and you're like all right let me clean my shoes off and then 10 feet later you're right back in the thick mud yeah you know what i mean it, it was just everywhere everywhere I, I, and like everybody's different so some people are doing this for fun and they're like yeah let's get muddy <laughs> like the one guy laying in it. There was yeah, some people just like laying in it, having He's a like great time. Red eagle, and we're like, hey. yeah. And some <laughs> some of us like want to like run a little bit. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and in a pro wave, like you know, Kempson did this in forty six minutes, and I'm like, did he float over this mud? Like, how did he get right? through that? <laughs> Was it not? So fast. Did he make it muddy? Was it not muddy when he got there? And he's the reason it's muddy. Like, I don't know how they get how they run six miles. With obstacles at a sub eight minute pace, with all that mud, because there was a lot, so much. for sure. Like there was a lot of like, 
maneuvering, you know, to try and find the least thick way to right. get through it. And you're like, you're right. It's deceiving. Like sometimes you like, oh, there's like a little stream like that. It looks shallow. So you step in it and it's three feet deep. And you sink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's the people that are like, they have their shoes and their socks off and they're cleaning them off in the stream. And you're like, what are we doing? Like, this is like pioneering. Right. Out here. <laughs> it's like we're and you're just like passing random. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the festival area. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is all of our first. Well, you, Eric, you've done some of the local ones. Right. Um, but they didn't have festivals, right? Right, right. There was no, um, oh, no festival area that we're, we're used to, you know, right. at, some, at most of these races. And, right. and here, it was, it was nice. You know, there was that, there was that, um, the guy was uh, like DJing in the, in the festival area yep. and they talked to the crowd. It's like, well, I haven't heard that in a couple years. There were actually years. some tables. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like so when we were done the open wave, we all sat at a table yeah. and there was like a food truck, food trucks, right. barbecue. We all had our free uh, energy tea and yeah, <laughs> water and stuff like that. Took a picture in front of a yeah. Their picture stands were set up. Yeah, right. so I mean, you, know, you was... could see other racers that we knew, and it was just it was brought so nice. back a lot more yeah. of what we're familiar with yeah. from pre-COVID. Well, we were talking in the car too. I'm like the last one that we all did, like big one, was Greek, Greek Peak, Peak yeah. where we were all together. And we, you know, they were having a huge festival afterwards. The fire pits were going. We met, you know, those those beer guys, Brewdog. I think so. And yeah. They were like giving us free beers, and it was just this big event. Free and shirts. then, <laughs> and then Eric's like, "Oh, the last one I did, I crossed the finish line, and then they pushed me in my car." Right. <laughs> and we're like, "Bye, we'll mail you your shit." <laughs> right. So like, there, it's always fun. Like, you know, it's always nice to be able to race, but that festival feel is like so cool. Yeah. Especially when you're done, and like. This was very close to a normal festival feel. You know, it was a little different. You couldn't get in, I think, what, more than 45 minutes? 45 minutes before your start. Before your start time, right. So, But afterwards, they definitely made it, like, welcoming to... Hang out. Yeah, it was nice. And there were signs everywhere, like, social distance, if you can't wear a mat, like, all that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, and you know, like we said, the, the there were gates at yeah. the start line, so everybody's, like, spread out, not bunched together. Right. And I think that, like... Re- I think I think that did a really good job. Like, I agree. Thinking back to like normal starts, start gates, you are like jammed in there, like next to everybody, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Yep. And this, like, it was just our little group. There was a barricade between another group, and then there was a gap with the group in front of us and behind us, and like, it worked out fine. And they still, I feel like, got a lot of people off in a wave. Right. I think it was a good job of balancing, you know health protocols but still trying to make it like a, a fun, fun and fun race that it yeah. should be yeah. yeah i agree and i think they did a good job uh parking was on site which is always nice um there was a vip option that got you like right next to the festival otherwise you're out a little bit not that far only a though. few minutes yeah. F- yeah. further walking wise maybe like 100 yards their yeah. setup was really nice like everything was right there it was nice and it was great for spectators i know we didn't like yeah you know chat about that at all but well, you can speak to that because you... right, but so they had like spectator signs across the whole thing saying you can go this way to see, you know, this obstacle. So it was really easy to to follow you guys and and cheer you on. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. And like, I love this. Is the third time I've done the Maryland race, um, I love that parking situation. Yes, it's so convenient. Like we bag checked. But really, if like if you have a way to carry your keys or something, like you probably don't even need to bag check. Right. You know, it's right there. Um, and I think skirmish in PA is pretty similar. Savage does a good job at having parking right there. I mean, those are the only two I've done because those are the only two around here. But 
I feel like they do a good job with trying to find on-site parking as much as possible. Nobody likes a shuttle. No. Nobody. I don't. Um, the shirts this year are gray, right? Like a dark gray? No. They were like a... Not like a navy, but like a... Hmm. Like a gravy. <laughs> a gravy. Grayish blue. An, right. Okay. I thought they were more <laughs> gray, but... Maybe our, yeah. our maybe it's like the whole dress thing. Is this dress blue or gold? Is this shirt gravy or <laughs> <laughs> it's both? <laughs> the it's Blitz gravy. ones were different. I didn't see the Blitz ones. Yeah. I think they were, cool had like color. a green to them. The Blitz shirts they had them right next to. Yes, I remember seeing them. Um, and the medals are cool too. They're so cool. I, I like their medals this year better than past years. Yeah, and their uh, what other the medals? Syndicate. Did you... Yes. Yeah. That's so if you run, sweet. if you run any two races like they can be even the same day you could have run a blitz and a pro or a right or a regular or two regulars or two mm-hmm. blitzes whatever like you get a syndicate metal. and the thing is the size of my face like it's huge it's yeah. huge and it like spins it's pretty sick it's cool yeah for sure we got to find a special place for that on our wall yeah. you just wear it all the time i think i will i'll wear it to work i, would. I think you I should you. <laughs> <laughs> uh and one like huge surprise, I think, today when we all woke up again the day after the race, mm-hmm. photos are already available. Yeah, I've never seen photos available. Like less than all of them, twenty four hours, <laughs> right. less than twenty four hours after you run. That's insane. Yeah. So like, whoever did their photos, good job. Yeah, that... Savage killed it. Good job. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Was a fun time. I mean, I would definitely. I mean, like I said, it's the third time I've been there. I'd definitely go back. They have another fall race there. Uh, if anybody wants to check it out, I know if you're in the Northeast, PA is coming up in August. Eric might come down for that. There's a good chance. I need redemption. <laughs> well, once you saw that syndicate medal. I know. I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, like I, I should have. Yeah. All about the medal. Yep. Um, so I think that's it though, right? Yeah. I don't think we missed anything. No. So again, our, our uh, YouTube video is going to be up in the coming days with all the obstacles. Uh, so check that out. Um, Eric, you want to give out your Instagram handle again? I know it, we gave it out last time, but we'll put it in the description too. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Eric, so E-R-I-C underscore underscore L-A-U. And Lindsay? Stay wild underscore Lindsay. And mine's Adam G underscore O-C-R. Uh, so if you have any questions, feel free to shoot any of us a message. You can email us. Uh, again, all that info is going to be down in the description. Um, I think that about does it though. So Savage Race Maryland, every, uh, let's let let's do like a rating. Ooh, do you want to or no? Yeah, I, I mean, feel like we should. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm rating it really high. Like, yeah, I mean, do you want to do like overall? And that's not just because it was like our first race since you know. I mean, that definitely helps. <laughs> I mean, that, that's gonna that, that's gonna fluff it up a little right, bit, but, but like I feel but like it really it was, was good. good. Should we do a like a overall rating? Do you want to do like a course and venue? rating or i know we should have talked about this before but let's just figure this out right now really put us on the spot (laughs) yeah let's do what what would you rate the course out of 10 seven okay i was gonna go probably like like an eight or nine i was gonna say like eight eight and a half probably yeah i mean other than if there was not that much mud i think i would have rated it a little bit higher right Same. but like obstacle placement and good use of you know the different hills or whatnot yeah. it was good course i mean top notch on what they do with obstacles like yeah. it's right. always a challenge um the venue 
So like the festival and the parking, like we all talked about, I, I would give that like a 10. Yeah, I same, would too. Same. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> that was the easiest, uh, one of the easiest venues to just like navigate through. Like yeah. you could, find, we could, we found the bad check right away. Checking yep. in wasn't Porta a problem. Porta potties were right there. So Close parking. Yeah. yeah. And again, like having spectator signs for people that want to come and watch, like it was, it was great. Very right. easy to navigate. So overall, I think I would give this a nine out of 10. Okay. I can get on board with that. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, I think a solid nine. Yeah. Perfect. And uh, again, we're probably maybe a little <laughs> boosted because it's our first right. big name OCR in like almost a year and a half. But yeah, I like I said, I've been there before, and, and this is nothing new. Like this is that's Maryland. Like if you enjoy any of that stuff, check it out for sure. So. Yep. Uh, All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode. Thank you for listening. And again, make sure you subscribe, check out our YouTube page, keep an eye out for those obstacles and uh, that'll do it. So Eric, thanks for joining us again. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. And uh, we will see you next time. Bye.